Welcome to the Your Next Best Step podcast, where it's all about real experiences, real lessons, real hurdles, and everything in between. I'm Teresa Cantley, and I'm bringing you over 20 years experience in business, leadership, and marketing to help you shift out of your corporate thinking and into being an entrepreneur so you can maximize your results, build and empower your team, and make a bigger impact. It's time to turn your ideas into innovation, and that's only the beginning. So let's get started. Hello, and good afternoon, and thank you for joining me again for this live show, this Business Master Series that I do here every Thursday. And in case you don't know who I am, hopefully you do. I am Teresa Cantley, and I am a business growth um, consultant. And I work with brick and mortar business owners to um, to help them to grow their profits, to find the holes in their business and, and plug those gaps, and then also to work on building the right team so that they can scale. So today I wanted to talk about, because you hear a lot about with everything that's going on, and I've been talking a lot about you know inflation and what's happening with rising costs and what's happening with supply chain disruptions and trying to find um, you know, employees, uh, hire and retain good employees. And we've talked a lot about that. But I wanted to talk today about recession-proofing your business. Because somebody did say to me, Teresa, speak to this topic because a lot of people are talking about how you can recession-proof your business, especially right now with everything that's happening. And the truth is, is that I don't believe in necessarily recession-proofing your business. And here's why. Because when we talk about, okay, recession-proofing your business, like what can you do, all right? And people give you the things that you should be doing. In my experience working with people in 2008 during the recession that happened, um, and even you know over the past two years, when we look at just recession-proofing, it ends up being a short-term thing. It ends up being where, as a business owner, we look at this and we say, okay, we're going to put these things into place, put these actions into place, put these process, whatever, okay, work on eliminating costs, work on, you know, the, the different things that you need to do in this moment because of this circumstance, okay? So then what ends up happening is people put the right, put these plans in place during a recession period or during a period like this when things are happening. And then once things get better, that goes out the window, which is why I don't like to tell people to recession-proof their business. What I believe in instead is something that I talk about a lot, which is building resilience into your business. And resilience doesn't mean that you bounce back constantly. I mean, it does, but that's not the only thing that we look at in this. Um, resilient, building a resilient business, building resilience into your business enables you to not just steal up and strengthen your business when circumstances are happening, such as what we're experiencing right now, but instead what it does is it helps you to build that in now and steal up your business now so that you can continue those actions moving forward. 
when things get better, when things shift, when you're, you don't have the, the struggles hiring people. So instead of looking at it from just what we're going to do based on the circumstance, I like to look at it where we are building something long-term. We are building something, putting things into place that we are going to keep in place long after whatever this circumstance is, these costs rising, you know, whatever. Once that gets better, these things will still be put into place. And I've seen it happen many times over that when we look at, I need to recession-proof my business, there's a lot of fear-based actions that end up happening. Number one, people, all they want to do is just cut costs and they end up cutting costs that they don't need to cut. They, again, make decisions based on fear. So they end up saying, this is our situation right now and I just need to operate in crisis mode. So instead of keeping your eye on moving forward and being future focused and what you need to consistently keep moving things forward, they end up getting involved super like heavily into the day-to-day. And then they go back into that comfort zone and then things can't move forward. So instead, what I like to, what I work with my clients on and what I focus on is how can we build resilience into our business, okay? How can we steal up our business, not for the short-term, but for the long-term? And what that does is it shifts the perspective and the actions that you end up taking away from circumstantial, away from reacting, away from that fear-based thinking, and it moves it into future-focused, it moves it into being proactive, and it moves it into building something that is going to have a positive impact on everybody in the business and everybody that the business touches, okay? So that's the difference between recession-proof and what I believe in, in building up, stealing up our business and building a resilient business. So I tell my people that when you are doing this, it's going to help you to build a plan in seven key areas that will enable you to build this plan for growth. Now, it might not be that you are taking these Herculean actions and efforts and whatever every day, all day, you know, or maybe these like huge leaps and you're going to have these huge results immediately. No. Any good thing with anything that's going to last, it takes time. But it requires small actions small steps, small steps in the right direction with the right intention behind them. So when we're focusing on and we're looking at our business, and right now, if you're looking at your business and saying, I'm a little scared because the costs have gone up, because I'm struggling to hire people, or I'm getting tons and tons and tons of applications in, and no one is really fitting, you know, the role that I need to hire for, okay? And you're looking at this and you're saying, okay, w- Teresa, what do I do? Like, what, what do I focus on? All right. So what we're going to focus on is, again, building, starting to build that foundation. 
And there's seven key areas that you want to take a look at and see, kind of evaluate where you are with everything. And when we don't evaluate these things, and it's not so it's not a once and done thing, like this is something that you want to reevaluate probably every 90 days, which again, why this is not recession proofing. This is doing something that's going to last, something that you're going to continue growing and improving and making better so that your foundation in your business always stays strong. So the first one is your people. How can you build resilience into your team? What does that look like? Then we have your processes. Do you have processes in your business? And if you do, how strong are they? How much do they allow for more things to get done with less people and less effort? Then we have your products. Are your products, do you have one income stream? Number one. Number two, are your products, do you have a supply chain that you're only going to one person for your products? Okay. And if you are, what does that look like? All right. And can you source from other places? Number four is your profits, your wealth. Is your wealth resilient? Do you have processes and a procedure in place that helps to make your, that insulates your profits, that insulates your profits and insulates your wealth in your business so that you are putting money into a specific bucket so that should something happen, you have a reserve fund, okay, to continue to make sure that your business continues. So just listen to a conversation this morning from a good friend of mine where she talked about profit first. So that's an option. My mentor, Mel Abraham, he has something called the Affluence Blueprint. So that's another thing, all right? Do you have processes in place so that you are insulating your wealth. Number five, your systems, your computer systems, your how you transact business. What software do you use to keep your records, but then also transact with customers? Is that resilient? Is that insulated? Or should something happen, you're not going to be able to process orders. So that's something to look at. Number six, your infrastructure. Do you have a great infrastructure? Do you have great equipment? Do you have great um, a great network? Okay. Do you have the infrastructure that is needed to support your business and your people should, again, something happen? These things are things that people don't think about because when we are recession-proofing, all they think about are increasing revenue, cutting costs, increasing revenue, cutting costs. They don't necessarily look at these different areas and build a plan to protect the business, to, to strengthen up the business so that it can withstand anything. So the last thing is when we talk about building business resilience is you, you, the business owner, because the biggest thing that you need to be resilient in is your thinking. I have talked to many people recently who have come to me and said, I'm in crisis mode. I'm in survival mode. I need your help. 
what do I do? And the first thing is, is you got to like start thinking differently because if you're thinking and you're putting things into action with the mindset of we're in crisis mode of the mindset of, you know, we're just trying to keep our doors open. Well, it's not going to, the actions that you're going to take are going to be based on that set of thoughts that you have. So what we need to do is we need to shift our thinking and say, yeah, we got some challenges here right now. And, you know, we're, we're not, we're short staffed. We're not really sure what to do. The people that we have, we have some people that are calling out all the time, you know, like, okay, it's a challenge, but let's figure out how we can get over it. We have our profitability isn't where we want it to be because we've got a lot of expenses. So it's a challenge. So how can we fix it? All right. That's why, again, I say you need to build a resilience plan around these seven key areas so that you can protect the business and steal it up, not just for today, not just for the next 90 days, but for the long for the long term. And here's the other thing. Again, after things get better, you will still put these practices in place. You will still follow the new processes that you set up, the more resilient processes, the more flexible systems that you have, okay? The more the the strength of your financial plan. All right? The more planning you do, the more you look at this stuff and you're constantly going back and seeing how you can improve it and then putting new things into place and looking at things strategically, the more you do that, the more growth you're going to see. People who don't plan, and I know a lot of business owners that have come to me and when we talk about strategic planning, they're like, ugh, that's something I don't want to do. But the truth is, is that when you don't do that planning, when you don't know where your business really is, that's where businesses get into trouble. That's where businesses end up closing. That's when businesses just continue to struggle and can't figure out where their money's going. So I encourage you to, number one, figure out where your business is today and how resilient is it? Not just for what's happening right now, but what you want to do in the future. So I encourage you to take a look at that and say, what can we do differently? What do we need to do to plug those holes in specific areas where we are either bleeding cash or we are spending too much money or we have the wrong people in the wrong positions, all right? How can we build a stronger foundation so that our business is more resilient? We have a resilience plan. Our business is more resilient and our business is more insulated should any kind of impact happen. We can pivot and shift and course correct no matter what happens, no matter what comes your way. So I hope this episode helped you. And if you are looking to um, invest in your business, and if you're looking to build this resilience plan, then I would love to be able to help you. And I would love to be able to help you because I have been there myself in my first business. I have been there myself. I've made the mistakes and gotten to the other side and want to be able to help other business owners to do the same. So if you are interested in 
figuring out how to make your business more resilient, not recession proof, but make it more resilient. I would love to jump on a call with you, just a call to get more context about where you are and give you some ideas of where you can go, what you can do, next steps you can take so that you can move forward. So I hope this video helped you. If you are interested, send me a DM, send me a message here on LinkedIn, and I would love to schedule a, just like I said, let's just have a cup of coffee and let's talk about where you are. I love coffee or water, but let's just talk about where you are and then give you some next steps that you can start taking to build a more resilient business and get through, yeah, what we're going through right now so that you can get to the other side and continue to profitably grow and achieve the things that you want to achieve. So I hope this helped you. I hope you have a great rest of your week and I will see you here next week. Take care and bye for now. Hey there, it's Teresa, and I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad that you join me every week to listen to this podcast. This podcast has been a dream of mine, and when we hit episode 100, I was super, super, super excited, and I know now we are on our way to episode 200. If you like what you hear, and I know you do because you're here, I would love, love, love if you could head on over and leave us a review, either on iTunes, on Google Play, on Stitcher, on whatever it is that you're listening to, um, listening to this podcast. I would absolutely love it. When we get reviews, when we get you know five stars, it it enables us to show up higher in the different categories so that more people can find us and we can make a difference in more small business owners' lives. So I would love, love, love if you could go on and leave me a review. And also tell me what you love, tell me what you what you wanna hear more of and how I can help you because that's what I'm here for. I am here to give you real life experiences, real life coaching, real life stories from my work, my experience helping small business owners to build their business, but also helping to, or me actually building and growing several of my own businesses. So if you love what you hear, please go over and leave a review. It would be absolutely amazing. It would mean so much to me, but until next week, take care and I will see you soon.